What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 554th episode of the Pokemon Podcast, part one. Technically, there'll be technically two versions of these episodes. We're splitting them. Uh, I'm your host, Steve. This is going to be slightly confusing. We'll explain everything. Uh, with me today is Bobby. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? It's uh, not as late here. Actually, the, the core is still going here right now. I've got like eight minutes left. Uh, maybe I can get a shiny because I've gotten like no shinies this entire day. So none. Uh, well, one. We'll talk one about shiny, it. But well, yeah, we'll talk about it. <laughs> uh, Hannah also here. Yep. I first day of Hoenn tour is also not quite over for me, but I uh, didn't break my phone. Didn't break myself on the ice today. That was my goal. So I'm good. Oh yeah, you guys got like snow. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, so this is, if you're, if you're listening to this, the moment it came out, you're probably like, oh, it's, it's, why, why did the episode come out on Sunday? That's because Pokemon Day is on Monday. So instead of giving you, uh, two, uh, technically our episode should be 90 minutes long. I talk a lot. Ends up being two hours. Uh, so instead of giving you guys an episode of 90 minutes on Monday, which would be recorded on Sunday, we're recording on Saturday to give you an episode on Sunday. So we can talk about some stuff before Pokemon Day, and then the three of us are going to record another episode Monday evening for you guys to have as soon as I can get that edited. So either Monday very late at night or the first thing Tuesday morning of our Pokemon Day thoughts. So then you don't have to wait a full week for Pokemon Day thoughts. Um, Three... So, and then I didn't want to skip an episode on Monday because then you guys would be like, where's the episode? So you're getting an episode a day early to tell you that there will be no episode on Monday. It is now you're listening to it in your ears on Sunday and then you'll get another one probably on Tuesday. So I don't want to hear anything about it on Twitter. If you want to <laughs> tweet at me, just tweet me nice things and said like, oh, I enjoyed the the Sunday episode. You uh, might be making it more complicated than it actually is. <laughs> I'm it's not a sure what day week. today is at this point. So. <laughs> it's a special week for Pokemon Day. That's the short of it. Sure. And if you're listening to this on Sunday, uh, I'll be streaming my reaction to uh, Pokemon Day. Uh, I'll also be streaming pretty much all day on Pokemon Day until we get to the evening where I'll stop streaming so we can record the podcast for Tuesday. <laughs> It, there's a lot of content uh and you probably know where to find it so for this episode uh we're going to be talking about the seven star raid pikachu which got announced very quickly and then happened and there i don't believe as of right now we don't know if there's a second weekend like the other seven star raids um and then we're going to be talking about the hoenn global thingy that happened this weekend so those are the two things we're going to try to tackle there was some animated news we'll see if we can get to it but Let's start off with the seven-star Pikachu. Uh, this was to celebrate Pokemon Day. Uh, this is the fourth seven-star raid. Uh, I did a bunch of raid builds like always. I, I built Pokemon assuming that Pikachu had Light Ball. It did. So the takeaway here is uh, they can give raid bosses held items. That's, that's good or bad, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and they can build them to be a whole lot stronger than... You expect. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I predicted Pikachu would have Lightning Rod. I think that was pretty obvious um, because it was Water-type Terra. <laughs> it seemed like the consensus was people were not excited because it wasn't like a Pokemon that didn't already exist. I didn't want. I don't want to use the word new Pokemon because there's nothing new about Charizard <laughs> and there's nothing new about Cinderace. But a Pokemon... Non-Paldea Dex. Yes. Uh, Non-Paldea Dex Pokemon. Uh, and I think a lot of people also were just like, oh, Pikachu's easy um, because he's not a fully evolved Pokemon. But I think the whole takeaway from this conversation isn't to be like, thank goodness Iron Hands doesn't work because, well, people still brought Iron Hands anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody didn't listen to Hop's dialogue. <laughs> to be Well, I mean, the ability was the one that stopped it. I think the takeaway, though, that I want to talk about is that... For the first three seven-star raids, they were pretty much the same mechanically. And what I mean by that is they had the same HP, uh, they, they had shields, they had a opportunities to reset your stats, to reset their stats, to um, 
uh, shut off your ability for a turn. You could only catch one. It has the mightiest mark, uh, which, you know, some people care about marks. Some people don't. I care about marks a lot. But there was a lot of changes to this Pikachu under the hood, which is whether or not you did Pikachu or like, I don't, you didn't care about marks. You didn't care about Pikachu. That's totally cool. But I think all the things they did under the hood make potential seven star raids even more exciting. Oh, this is probably where I talk about what they're changed, what they changed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. Did you guys say, do the Pikachu? Um, I did one. This week ended up being a little bit busier because we got more snow than this city has seen in a very long time. And so that kind of threw the latter half of my week off. And I ended up doing one Pikachu raid with people from Slack with one of my Claude Sire from the Greninja raids and worked out just fine. I got stuck in a menu for half of it. That didn't matter. They carried me. Good old. Stuck in a menu. That I'm glad that that one hasn't changed over the, <laughs> over the last. It's supposed to get better. Three. We'll see. That's true. I was I was expecting that um, we would either get the patch because they did put out patch notes, and I was like, oh, we should talk about the patch notes. I expected the patch to actually come this Thursday with a potential new raid boss because they don't, they have done Thursday updates before, and there was no patch, so it's possible I got stuck in a menu as well during one of my Pikachu's. So, uh, they're running out of February. (laughs) So, I'm assuming the patch is on Monday, which at that point, we're recording a podcast on Monday night. It will be out on Tuesday morning. Yep. (laughs) And we'll- Don't need to do this talk about the patch. Please. The first first thing is seven-star raid bosses are normally 30 times the amount of HP. Uh, So, Charizard, Greninja, Cinderace, 30 times the amount of HP. Uh, and then six star raid bosses, I, I can't remember, they're like 20 times, and then five star raid bosses are like 10 times. So those are all been stagnant and the same. And as up to this point, seven star raid bosses have always been 30 times the amount of health they normally have. My thought was like, well, if they were ever to release a legendary Pokemon like Rayquaza or Mewtwo, how could they make it harder if we already know what a seven star raid can hold? Uh, or contain like the rules of the um, air quoting the rules of a seven star raid and instead of a legendary they did it with pikachu yeah so uh (laughs) so the seven star raids don't have set rules uh because pikachu had 50 times the amount of hp uh so there didn't need to be like a magical eight star raid they're just like we can just change this so again if you didn't do pikachu no that's not the that's not the, the takeaway here is they, they can change these numbers and, and flex it. The other thing that I think everyone noticed right away is Pikachu started with a shield instantly, which again, this was something I speculated in uh, a month or two ago. I actually made a YouTube video about this uh, because I wanted to teach people how the shield worked. I can't remember what that, I think the YouTube video is called like behind the scenes of a seven star raid or something. And I talked about how, like, it's important to learn the shield mechanic because if the shield starts earlier or, I don't know, on turn zero, you now have to deal with it. And if you don't know how to deal with it, which I think was probably the biggest hurdle for a lot of trainers, um, they're like, why am I not doing a lot of damage? Like, what's happening here? Uh, Then that raid all of a sudden becomes hard. And there is a lot of novelty into, like, one-shotting a raid boss. But I think that wasn't so much a novelty for some people. That was, I don't want to deal with the raid shield. How Mm -hmm. can I do this without having the raid shield pop up? Um, Because people didn't understand or want to deal with the raid shield. Because once the raid shield's up, it does become harder, right? Like, you can't taunt. You can't thunder wave. Uh, People were building Pokemon before Pikachu to be like, I want to skill swap the, the hidden ability off so then I can use electric Pokemon. Can't skill swap when a shield is up. So far, we got two things. Number one, uh, they can put the shield wherever they want. (laughs) want The the shield was stronger, too. Yes. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. So, held item, possible. Uh, Shield can go wherever it wants. More HP. Uh, And then the other thing is the shield was stronger but weaker at the same time, which was kind of weird. This might go through some people's ears and out the other. (laughs) But I'll give I'll give you a too long didn't read. Again, this was in my video of like how to deal with the raid shield. 
So when you're attacking a Pokemon that has a shield up, your move is only doing 20% of the potential damage. So I'll make this really easy. Uh, you know, if you're using Earthquake, Earthquake does 100 damage. If a Pokemon shield is up, your Earthquake's only doing 20 damage, right? That's like a huge reduction of damage. And then if you Terrastalize, uh, let's, we'll use Clodsire, for example. If you Terrastalize and you use Trailblaze, uh, Trailblaze, you know, Clodsire is not grass or poison. So it's not a, it's not a stab. Um, it's also not, so if you, sorry. So if you Terrastalize ground, because we're going to use Earthquake still, and you use Trailblaze, you're only doing 35% of the potential damage. Trailblaze is really weak, though, so I'm not going to do the math on that. But if you terrestrialize ground and use Earthquake, because Earthquake matches ground, you're going to do 75% of the potential damage. So instead of your Earthquake doing 20 against a shield, your Earthquake is doing 75 against a shield. So you're still not even doing the full potential of what Earthquake can do. Now, of course, same type of attack bonus, all that stuff you know, held items into play. But that's like the basics of the shield and how it works. Pikachu had a unique shield. Um, so again, the takeaway here is raid bosses in the future, like if they decide to do a Mewtwo, could have a totally unique shield mechanic than a Cinderace or a Greninja. Pikachu, your base attacks did 1% damage to Pikachu's shield. So your Earthquake, instead of doing 20 damage out of 100, it did one damage. That was it. And you might have noticed wow. this with like a Giga Drain or a Shell Bell, that you weren't getting any HP back, really. It forces you to understand how the shield works. Yes. <laughs> You're not going to get any headway otherwise. So if you were using, uh, we'll go back to Claude Sire. If, if you... Ground Terra Claude Sire and use Trailblaze. Your Trailblaze is doing 70% of the potential damage. Now, earlier I said it was only doing 35. So they actually gave non-Terra matching moves a boost against the shield. I think what Game Freak was really doing was like, you need to terrestrialize. You need to use the mechanic we invented to do some <laughs> damage here. And then if you did match the Terra, uh, so Claude Sire, Ground Terra, using Earthquake, you would actually do 120% of the normal damage. So you're actually doing more oh. than what Earthquake can normally do. I, I don't know what 120 and 100 is. I don't know if that boosts it to 120 or if it's a little bit higher, but you're just doing more damage than what it would do. So that makes sense now why if you brought a Grass-type Pokemon and you terrestrialized Grass and then you got it, you did... 120% of what that damage was, plus super effective, plus stab. That's why Grass-type Pokemon completely melted Pikachu. Because, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but Water-type Pokemon are weak to Grass. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. <laughs> Shocking news. Did not realize this. Wow. So yeah, uh, again, if you didn't find Pikachu to be exciting, I think the most exciting thing is they can give Pokemon health items, they can change the shield, they can change the health, um, they can make the shield activate or not activate. Pikachu never reset your stats. This is the first 7-star raid boss to never reset your stats. He did reset his stats. Yeah, it was also the first 7-star raid boss to not remove your ability for a turn. Although, probably wouldn't have mattered too much. Um, Oh, and he was holding a held item, which knockoff did work. So if you were running a Miascarada or a Wo Chen or a Toad Scroll, those are the three grass type Pokemon I'm thinking off the top of my head. Um, they all had knockoff, so that would remove the light ball, which makes Pikachu significantly weaker, obviously without the light ball. Again, I didn't think Pikachu was the most exciting raid boss, although I am a big Pikachu fan. Oh, there's one more thing about Pikachu. Holy cow. <laughs> So the Charizard, Greninja, Cinderace, they were all male. Everyone got the same nature, right? So like Charizard was always modest. Greninja was always sassy. Um, and then they had the mightiest of Mark, right? For just a side note, if I've, I saw this all the time on Instagram or TikTok, they're like, I don't have a Mark. You have to move it to your party and then put, yeah. I think the update is supposed to fix that. Yeah, the update's supposed <laughs> yes. to. <laughs> uh, hopefully. <laughs> but this Pikachu had a 1 in 16 chance of being a big Pikachu. It had the it could it could have the humongo mark. P 
Pikachu literally made me put in my copy of Scarlet, run through the beginning of the game to then catch another <laughs> Pikachu because I learned it after I already caught a Pikachu. And I wanted a mighty Mark Pikachu, but also a humongo Mark Pikachu. I wanted both. And you got it? I got it. I got Good. it. Wait, is that actually the name of the Mark? Humongo, humongo I think. Yeah, saying... I think it's Humongo and really? Teensy. Good word. And then when it comes out, it'll say Pikachu the Great, I think is what the title is, which is really great on Great Tusk because it's Great Tusk the Great. So wait. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so wait, how did you how did you get the Pikachu with the Humongo mark? Uh, because you wouldn't be able to figure that out until after you've finished the raid, right? Yes, you have to turn off autosave. So the game will oh, the game finish, will save okay. when you connect to the internet. Um, but if autosave is off, it doesn't save after the raid. So you catch the Pikachu, you talk to the girl by the flower garden. She'll be like, "This is the biggest I've ever seen." And then if she does if she doesn't say that, you have to like turn it off, turn it back on. Classic Pokemon. You know, every Pokemon <laughs> trainer knows this this uh, song and dance. Turn it off, turn it back on. How many times did you have to do I that? I got lucky. It was my first one on my new account. What? Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, every, the odds are good. Everyone, yeah. yeah, 1 in 16 is really good. Uh, everyone in the raid would get the same humongo mark. So if somebody... Oh, that's helpful. If, somebody, if I came back and I was like, oh, I got the humongo mark, the person who was hosting it could then keep hosting that over and over technically. Right, right. What do we all about the marks? All about the marks. <laughs> and we'll see what comes next, whether it's more Pikachu or whether it's something else. This podcast is brought to you by the Super Anime Podcast. That's super with three U's. Yeah, the Super Anime Podcast, a weekly podcast that looks to entertain, inspire, and inform you about anime, a subject near and dear to my heart. It's a unique anime podcast where hosts Ed and Solo look at anime from a real-world perspective, listened to in over 150 countries. Plus, another thing that is near and dear to my heart, you can hear the occasional good or bad singing on the podcast. You all be the judge, but don't talk about my singing on this podcast because it was always impeccable. I mean, they, they have heated debates on anime versus manga. If Pokemon is the greatest anime of all time. How is that a debate? Because it's uh, yeah, because it's just right. It's just the, I'm I'm I am sure. I look. I haven't listened to that episode. That's the first on my <laughs> list, though. And I'm, I'm sure. I'm confident that Ed and Solo have decided <laughs> that Pokemon is the greatest anime of all time. And it wasn't that One Piece show. They haven't even found the One Piece. They haven't even found the One Piece, and they have found Pokemon. What more do you need? That's true. They they do a ton of general anime discussion. You know, best anime weapons. Sing in the best anime intros, top five interesting anime characters. I can name them right here. Pikachu, Bulbasaur, Squirtle, Mewtwo, uh, Chikorita. There you go. <laughs> I was with you till Chikorita. Now we're get, now we're into it. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm I mean, sure going outside of Gen 1. I, I'm I mean, sure Ed and Solo I'm going to argue that Totodile was way me. more interesting than Chikorita ever was. Totodile bit everybody. <laughs> hey, that's pretty good. <laughs> Finally, they have had some incredible guests on their podcast, such as the singer of the Pokemon theme song, Jason Page, which we will have a link to in our show notes for you all to go and listen to if interested. Super Anime Podcast promises that you will love, laugh, and learn on their show. Super Anime Podcast with three U's. S-U-U-U-P-E-R. Anime Podcast can be found wherever you find your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. This podcast is brought to you by Every Plate. If you think meal kits are too expensive, think again. Every Plate is 25% cheaper than grocery shopping. With food prices at the grocery store going up, I can count on Every Plate to be a great value week after week. Every Plate's quality ingredients come pre-portioned to help you save money and reduce food waste. You know, like that bag of spinach you throw out every week. Get everything you need for the week delivered at the same time with sides, desserts, and ready-to-eat snacks to complement your weekly order. Try vanilla delight cheesecake, sweet kale salad, garlic bread, and protein bundles to take things up a notch. All right, I have a, I have one thing before I ask Steve how your every plate's going. You know what's weird? That I didn't know there was garlic bread in these dishes. Yeah, because of course I, there's garlic what? bread. <laughs> when no, did when, they get garlic when, bread? I want look, that. It, have you not been looking at the website? I've seen this. So here's the weird thing: I've been doing these ads for like what a year now. Yeah. 
You would think I would get mail from every plate to me. Do you not? My husband just got an every plate <laughs> thing. And I'm like, I looked at it. I saw every plate. I was about to open it. And I went, well, that's not my name. <laughs> Steve, how is your every plate? Dream? They know your husband doesn't leave the house to go to the grocery store. I know. Store. This is true. They don't know. He know, They know that he is. He stays at home. But they don't know that he, does, he refuses to cook. This is like the perfect fit for him. Like, they have done their market research because it probably should have gotten to him, not me. I just felt... I felt this urge to open it. And I'm like, well, this isn't my mail. How's your ever plate journey going? Steve? It's good. Um, the first one I made was a, a chicken taco meal. Um, and they had a bunch of different toppings. Uh, I'm very plain, though. So I would be curious. Like, oh, I barely put anything on my tacos. The plain, pretty plain. I, you know, I was a little adventurous. Uh, it was still incredibly good. Still tacos. Still tacos. Yeah, you you still were like, mm, this, this meal slaps. You can get started with every plate for just $1.49 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and enter the code supereffective149. That is everyplate.com slash podcast, entering the code supereffective149. Well, speaking of Pikachu, they put two new hat Pikachus in the wild. Uh, one is a May hat Pikachu. The other is a Brendan hat Pikachu. How was your guys' day one Hoenn tour? Uh, oh, don't don't be too excited. To <laughs> the best way to put it is like you got like you got overwhelming, you got underwhelming. Like I was whelmed. Like it was yeah. fine. It like I didn't think it was awesome like i wasn't like oh this is so great like johto tour kanto tour were definitely better those also cost 12 15 bucks or whatever uh so there's that uh i think johto tour was 12 dollars or like 11.99 i think you're but right what was five five was like a go fest go fest for the because verizon or Mm -hmm. google play sponsored that go fest yeah that was it yeah that was that was five but i'm pretty johto tour was 11.99 i'm i'm pretty confident i don't remember what canto tour was but this definitely played like a free event yep it, i mean it was no, free it was, it was <laughs> no i know worse like, than a community day in some ways there was no bonus it was just go out and catch pokemon and also if you want to take advantage of the megas you can spend a whole bunch of money on raids yeah so i say it was a free event i it was not free for me because i did about yeah. like 20 uh primal raids throughout the day uh, and I, none of them were with the premium passes. They were all remote because they were not there with other people. Yeah. So people aren't. I around. like how people are considering premium passes free at this point because everyone just has like well, forty no. in their bag, and they're like, "I'm yeah, trying exactly. to get rid of them." Like, I, I definitely <laughs> have sixty some odd premium passes in my bag from three years ago. Um, but yeah, it was again. It was fine. I, I one of the so it's raining right now it hasn't rained all week but of course today it's like poor it was pouring rain all day um so what i did do at one point was get in my car and find like where a kecleon was on a stop go to that stop and then catch the kecleon and then catch like anything around there right because there's a lot of pokemon would be spawning in those areas and then go to the next kecleon and i did that for about (laughs) 15 kecleon um none of them were shiny unfortunately Darn. But um, that was okay. And then I just caught a bunch of Pokemon that are around wherever the Kecleon were. Um, mm-hmm. So Kecleon kind of like led my day today. Honestly, that's that sounds like kind of a fun way to do it. I, it worked out. I think, I mean, I already said that my, my city got more snow than we're used to. And that means the entire city is covered in ice. So the challenge for me was traversing and getting around and not falling. And so everything was kind of slow. I ended up with three shinies day one. I got a Feebas and a Brendan Hat Pikachu and a Cacnea. And those are the three that I got. And And I am almost all the way through the research. And I got three out of four of the uh, collection challenges done. So tomorrow I'm looking for a Slackoth. And I need to do a bunch of Kyogre raids. So ultimately, I felt like this was a good amount of content but it didn't sound it didn't feel fun (laughs) there weren't bonuses going on there weren't really things to aim for but i do think one thing i noticed was that there were multiple new shinies with this event right yeah 
Mm-hmm. And that was one thing that I think they probably heard everybody complaining last time because they last time kind of released shinies all the way up to the Johto event and there weren't any new shinies. There were barely any new shinies for yeah, the Johto there were event. A couple, but yeah, very, very few in the Johto. Yeah. Johto tour. And this one, there are at least some new shinies. So that's good. So did you pick the Cacnea line? I did. Path? Okay. And then yep. Steve, what did you pick? I went Gulpin. You picked Gulpin and you got shiny Gulpin, right? And then. I don't, was it guaranteed got, though? I don't think it was, no. but I no, picked I don't Surskit, think it was either. And then I think it's the boosted. first, the first Surskit, uh research reward was shiny for me, but it nice. seems like that was boot. Like, it seems like that, that Pokemon, when you chose that path had like a shiny of some mm-hmm. kind, because I was seeing a lot of that um, today, like. To someone had Cacnea, but nothing else, right? Someone had Shiny Gulpin, but nothing else. Mm. So I think there must have been some kind of boost there. I'm kind of surprised it didn't break anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I heard any uh, issues for this event. No, that's not true. There were <laughs> I, I did see people being like, hey, the game is broken. I can't figure out what these quests are. You know oh, the spooky cipher. The, the we're <laughs> complaining about the spooky cipher and not being able yeah. to like figure it. Like someone asked me about it and asked what it was, and I said they tried to make it fun and failed. Um, yeah, I took one look at that. Said no, nope, went online, looked it up. Yeah. <laughs> what are these tasks? <laughs> it was. It, it's that. a little annoying because they replaced each letter with a black box, which meant that the spacing was off. So mm. the the spacing you would expect for each word was different than it would be, which made reading them harder. Yeah. I think the ones that were more intuitive were the make three great throws and use berries because it would pop up and then you would slowly figure it out. I guess if you're paying attention. Yeah. Uh, if the, you're not walking, you can the take only, a harder look. Yeah. The only one I, that I struggled with when I was in Vegas was the, it ended up being transfer five Pokemon because I wasn't. I cleared my storage, so I wasn't planning on transferring anything until, mm-hmm. you know, I got mm-hmm. back that night. So I like, I kept getting them, and I was like, finally, I asked somebody, I was like, what is this? And they're like, oh, transfer. And I was like, oh, I didn't even think about transferring because I, I cleared my storage before the event. But like, the make three great and use five berries, that was like, oh, because I'm, I'm, I've been doing that, right? Like, uh, right. and then the Evolved Nakata, I guess that one was like the easiest for me to like read. But yeah, yeah, I saw I people even- being like, Niantic fix your game. The tasks aren't coming in properly. <laughs> I thought it was like before. that's you happened know? before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I didn't even give it a second. Like as soon as I saw the task and then saw that it said like cipher, I was like, oh okay, I'm not gonna sit here and try to solve this puzzle, you know. And then on top of that, um, you know, with the great throws or whatever, every time I'm catching a Pokemon, it's saying like you've completed three tasks because it's completing the Jirachi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Catching mm-hmm. 300 of each Pokemon or whatever, and then completing whatever other stuff. So I wasn't even taking the time to think like, oh, what three tasks are being completed on this catch? So I went straight to the Internet and said, yeah, what are these tasks? Uh, so I, I have two different experiences because I went to Vegas. Uh, I will disclose that uh, Niantic did pay for my two-day ticket in Vegas. They did not pay for my flight I, or my hotel. Uh, that was all That was all on me. They did not pay for any of my dinners at Gordon Ramsay's Burger Place. That place is very good. Very um, good. It was also probably the cheapest Gordon Ramsay place. I think that exists because it's just hamburgers. Because it's the burger spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so yes, they, they did pay for, they did pay for my ticket. Um, they also gave me a couple incubators and raid passes, which to be fair, I don't, you know, the raid passes are just eating my storage. Cause I can't get, I can't get through raid passes. I, I, there weren't, they weren't remote raid passes. They were premium. And, uh, I, I just have storage wasted at this point, but they I didn't give me some, they gave you, oh, well you were in Vegas, but it's like yeah, they gave yeah. you things and said, move around, go outside. <laughs> like, come on, I ended. So I, I had totally different experiences. Uh, obviously, the shiny odds were much, much better in Vegas. Um, but I will say today doing it, I mean, the, so there, there are similarities between the Kanto and the Johto, right? Like, or at least other past events. The rotating every hour, um, I think, is still a good tactic for 
I, th- I think there is some pros and cons of having the event be exactly the same for two days, for eight hours, two days, like for a free event. You know, you think of community day as like three hours only on Saturday. Oh, I'm working. I can't do it. So I think for a free event, 16 hours over the weekend, some people are going to do all 16 hours. Some people are going to do four. Some are going to do six. Right. Like, I think I think those are still pros. I think they did a great job with starters. Uh, they weren't completely everywhere littering the entire thing what was that johto tour where no that was go fast that was go fast yeah, where was there go was fast. sun and moon starters littered <laughs> everywhere it didn't make sense because they can't be shiny yep so i think i think they did a great job with the starters they took duskull they put it behind one of the ciphers which was another community day shiny uh which i thought was a good choice too so at the other two go fast they put corsola you know kangaskhan farfetch all that stuff in raids and they didn't do it here and they put it in eggs. And I don't know. I think that's 50 50. Cause like if they put them in raids, then you have, well, you have to spend the money either way, right? But like if they put them in raids and your town only has two raids and you want Kyogre and Groudon more and they keep spawning a Tropius there. Yeah, this is a pretty raid heavy event if you care about the primals. And people, yeah. um, we know, we know people do though, like Kyogre, Groudon, and Rayquaza are like the three, some of the, like, th- by far, like, probably what top 10 all time popular, like, Rayquaza probably number two behind Mewtwo. Yeah. I would, yes. And At Groudon point, and Kyogre yeah. are up there as well. Yeah. Like, uh, Kyogre's I mean, best yeah. water legend all time currently, right? And then Groudon best. Primal. Yeah. Ground. Yeah. No, it's great. They're, they're great. And I think the way they did it with having, putting deoxys in the five star raid like the four different forms of deoxys in five star raids and then doing the primal raids for groudon and Kyogre, and then just completely forgetting about the reggies like they don't even but exist. i think that was a good <laughs> call though i think oh, that- we do we do we do yeah. but it's just like they don't exist in hoenn anymore apparently i mean they did the reggies to the lead up yeah they did they a did. bunch of lead up they did you had to get the the code or whatever to get the limited the time to research though right well, everyone, you guys got the Reggies from the code, right? From last week? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you from didn't, the code. Yeah, so you didn't need it, a ticket either. No, no. But, I mean, they didn't just give, they made you do the work of, well, on iOS, they made you do the work of, like, going to the website, logging in, putting in the three codes yeah. to get the Reggies, and then that was the only mention of the Reggies throughout this whole week. Yeah, that O-N-A-H. that was kind of a bummer, too, because, like, in person, they had the, the Reggie rocks. I took a picture and posted on. I took a picture. I think Reggie Rock and posted on Instagram. Like they put the rocks in the desert, and then behind the Reggie symbol was the code. Oh, and so like the concept was like when you're at GoFest, it was or not GoFest, Hoenn Tour. It was like supposed to be a a, like a discovery and a surprise. And somehow, I don't know, somebody on Twitter was like, "Oh, here are all three codes at like four in the morning, like before the event even started," (laughs) and then everyone just redeemed it before the event. But like. Like, I feel like there are moments where Niantic, can I detour real quick? The, so <laughs> the, the detour I want to do real quick is there's this messaging that has been going around that Niantic hates Pokemon Go and they're actively trying to kill the game. Or like Niantic doesn't like, like Pokemon Go or they're always trying to screw over the fans or whatever. And I just don't understand that logic it reminds me of when like the national deck stuff happened with sword and shield and people were just like masuda hates pokemon it's like (laughs) what basis Uh first off masuda wasn't (laughs) first off there are higher up people than masuda (laughs) like if we're gonna blame anyone we should probably blame ishihara right (laughs) like (laughs) but there's like there's there's there that was like the i felt like all week is like Niantic hates Pokemon Go players. Niantic hates Pokemon, and like not like of you know Niantic makes other games, right? They make the NBA game now. They make Pikmin. They make uh, Ingress still. Um, what's the game with the weird creatures? It hasn't come out yet. Peridot, I think. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. And again, very similar messaging to back then. Where like, oh, Game Freak only cares about like little ha- town hero. They don't care about Pokemon. It's like Niantic only cares about Peridot. They don't care about Pokemon. I don't. I don't understand this logic. What I can say in a personal uh, experience is I talk to a lot of people at Niantic. Uh, I, you know, I, I've, I've met the, the, the woman who made the mega 
Ray mega Pokemon changes, mega evolution changes. I met her in St. Louis. I met her again um, in Seattle. It was very clear to me that she was so excited to work on the mega changes, make it happen. She was excited that it was well received. She said she was working on something else very exciting um, for Pokemon. Every single person I've talked to at Niantic loves this game. They are there. I'm friends with a bunch of them. They're sending me remote in. They 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 love remote raids because they're sending me remote raids all the time. Like they're remote raiding. They're level 50. They're flexing their shinies. Like there hasn't there. Uh, I have probably talked to 30 different Niantic employees. I can say only one of them I talked to who doesn't even work there anymore. Didn't really care about Pokemon. They were like, yeah, I've, I'm just here because like friend referred. I thought it was a good opportunity. I'm not a huge Pokemon guy. Seems cool, but like not my thing. Like. The other 29 people I've talked to absolutely love Pokemon. And when I look at like that Reggie thing of like the Reggie rocks and like the code behind it, like that is very Gen 3. That is very like we want to try to make something that encaptures what the Reggies were in Gen 3. So putting like these Reggie rock, no pun intended, uh, rocks in the desert with codes behind it for trainers to discover is like a really cool thing. Um, I, there are so many passionate people that work at Niantic now that care about Pokemon. Now that's not, 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 that's not to say that I, I am sure there are higher ups at Niantic who make these decisions that are like, how can we nickel and dime our players? How can we get as much money from this event? What are you doing to like have, pl-? like, I am sure those higher ups exist because they exist at every company, but all the people I've worked with and all I've talked to, they love this game. So I, 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 the messaging of like Niantic hates Pokemon. They're trying to kill it off. They're trying to destroy their player base. I don't think that's true at all. Uh, I also like when I talked to one of the community managers, I was like, hey, I don't know who worked on the big and small Pokemon, but I love the big and small Pokemon. And they were like, I'll give them that feedback because they worked on it for a full year. <laughs> and that was like their baby. And they absolutely wanted to make sure this happened in Pokemon. I don't know anyone who hates a game that wants to spend a passion project on like, I really want big and small Pokemon in this video game. And they were able to do it and it works great. And I, I still like it. I know not everyone likes it, but like, I'm very into the big and small Pokemon. <laughs> oh, I agree. I'm very much into the big and small Pokemon too. Just got a, I, hatched a, I hatched an extra, extra large Hapini the other day. And it was really <laughs> exciting to, because it doesn't tell you when you hatch it or I didn't see it. And then I was going through transferring stuff and it was like, you're transferring a double XL Pokemon. What? And I looked and I leave out and I look and I was like, Hapini? It's a giant Hapini. It's great. <laughs> giant it. baby Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. I think for a free event, you guys were right. Like, it felt very mid. It didn't feel like the worst event they've ever done. And it didn't feel like the best, nor near the best event they've ever done. But there was also <laughs> no price tag to it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I will say for as far as free events go, they always the one that they always do really well is the Halloween event, right? People love the Halloween event. It's like a week long event, but it's it you know there's not. I don't think there's any there's no cost. Maybe there was like a limited research or something last time, but I you know for the last few years there's not been anything, and they've done that really well. Um, as far as like a two day event, I guess I could only think of like an EV community day or like the end of the year community day, the December community day where it's two days long. Dwindling um, Fantasy which, was probably the thing that stands out to me. That whole week was fantastic. Right. Oh, that yeah. was that was earlier. No, that was that was earlier year, this right? year. Oh, I think. It yeah. was recent. It was in <laughs> January, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I feel like this one was yeah, it was just it was fine. Like I had I enjoyed playing today and I will play tomorrow as well. Um I do wish that with how much with how little energy you get from those primal raids like with especially kyogre if you're getting kyogre and you're getting it down to the wire which happens a lot because it's not that easy to get like 10 or 12 people in a raid and kyogre is definitely tougher to uh, knock out you're getting somewhere between 60 and 70 primal energy and you need 400 and if you chose mm-hmm. the Groudon or the ruby uh badge which i did um you know i look at the end of today and i you get think you get I both you get both today uh you, you you get both um energy from the special research no you only get nope. your I, you only get the 200 from your 
You like, get candy for both. Yeah. Oh, but you don't, but get, you don't get the energy for both. Got it. So you get I got candy for both, but you don't get energy the... for Groudon. Um, so at the end of my first day with Groudon and Kyogre, I have a little over a thousand energy with Groudon and then only like almost 500 with Kyogre. And I, I did a similar amount of raids with both of them. Mm-hmm. But because it's still a bunch of raids, yeah. Because Groudon is able to be taken down so much easier, you're getting 80, 90, 100 energy per Groudon raid, but only 60 or 70 energy per Kyogre raid. So, anyways, the point is, is like with, with all of that, it would have been kind of nice for them to maybe say, you know, here's five free passes. Like, do, do then like people the would have complained they were on remote. They would have been like, well, what? I mean, yeah, people are going to complain <laughs> no matter what, but it was kind of interesting that it was, I don't think there were any passes. I know there were two premium passes that I got at some point, but I don't remember which which part of what I like, believe that was, was. Oh, I don't. I remember them giving us premium passes for Rayquaza messing up in Vegas. But I don't know if that went out yeah. to everyone. There were two premium passes for one of the things today for something that I completed today. Um, oh, here I have I the thing here. So um, maybe it was one of the collection challenges. No, you do get two. So so the free thing that you get the special research is the your step one is to power up Pokemon. Yes. And you get three free incenses, and then you choose Gulpin, Surskit, Cacnea. And I think everyone agrees that one of those is probably increased shiny. And then you then for the next task, you have to use an incense, catch five of what you picked, catch 10 different species. Then you get two free raid passes, the premium ones. And then step three is this is where I was confused because you do get awarded Groudon energy first, but only if you have the Ruby badge. But mm-hmm. you do still get 10 Groudon candy for both. And then you get the Plusle Soul Rock Trap Pinch Full Beat. And then step four, if you pick Team Sapphire, then you get the 200 Sapphire energy. You get mine in Lunatone, Whalmer, Illumise. And then everyone gets the 10 Kyogre candy. Um, you have to activate Primal Reversion, which gives you two. TMs, that's kind of a bad reward. And then the final reward is Spinda. Which is kind of a bummer right. for you guys that you only got one Spinda encounter in Vegas. There was like eight Spinda encounters, which was pretty cool. The, they re- the, the way they did Spinda in Vegas was awesome. Um, if you don't if you don't know, they they took eight stops out of the whole park and they were Spinda stops. So when you spun them, uh, then you could redeem Spinda. And the, so you had eight chances for shiny Spinda or just eight Spinda encounters. And that would work both days. So 16 total. Nice. Was it different? For, was each one of the stops? I think there was two form? forms. There was just the the spots on the cheeks. And then there was goatee one. Okay. I don't know what I don't know what numbers those I are. Wish, I'm sorry. I wish that's how they <laughs> listed them in the game. The spots on the cheeks and goatee. goatee. <laughs> uh, so. Okay, so with those steps that you were talking about, right? So you have, um, you get 200 energy for, let's say, Groudon. Uh, they give you two premium raid passes. So if you were to get, if you do really well on Groudon with those two passes, that would give you 100 each. So you get 400, you'd have 200 from that, you get 200 from the research. So now you have 400, so you can do the primal revert. So you're not spending any money at that point, right? If, and that's in the best case scenario. You do two of them, you do the best time, and then there it is. Then you don't, nothing happens with Kyogre at that point, right? You've only, this is only Groudon that you've now done. Mm-hmm. So it just seems like for all the marketing that they did leading up to this with like the primal, like all the, every time you go to the Pokemon Go live website, it's just, you just see primal Kyogre and Groudon on the front page and everything. And then you get to the event and it's like, oh, they're there. But, uh, <laughs> You got to be work some for money. It. You got to really work for it for them. Yep. Um, I mean, yeah. they are strong Pokemon. Like Steve said earlier, they are some of the strongest Pokemon in the game. They are legendaries that are, they're primal. They're not mega. Effectively, they're megas. They're like right. super megas. Yeah. So I understand it, but it also does cost if you don't have an in-person group, which right. so is unfortunate. If you, if you, But I kind of get it. If you power up a Pokemon 15 times, you're getting two free raid passes. You're getting your free daily. Three raid passes, even if you're doing... Uh, you would have to do 70, 70, 70. 60 is the lowest. 90 is the highest. 60 is the lowest. I think 100 is the highest because I've gotten 100. I got 100 Groudon energy in a couple different raids. Okay. But so you're, 60 you're, is the Ideally, lowest. you're doing... 
three to four raids plus your 200 energy to get one ultimately free primal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder if like Niantic is like, again, probably somebody higher up was like, how, like, I, I know what the conversation is probably like. How do we get more people to play this event from last event, right? Like, that's like, you don't have to work at Niantic to know that that's like the standard, like, business conversation. How do we get more people to play our video game, right? So I wonder if the logic's like, well, instead of selling a $5 ticket, what if we make it free? And then naturally, more players would be incentivized to buy raid passes or incubators because they're out here for free with their friends versus well i don't want to spend the five dollars because i don't know what i'm going to get so i'm not going to come out with my friends i'm sure they have that data like, oh i'm, I'm sure i'm sure they know if this is the like if, if we years, right like they've captured all of that data to know uh they know there's people like i'm assuming you did this too steve like you probably bought incubators and raid passes so mm-hmm. uh, i did that for sure right so they know there's people that will do those so i got two 10k eggs today by the way two really and then it was raining, so I wasn't walking around a whole lot. So they're still incubating. So every single like, stop I spun when I had an egg slot, every single one was a 10k egg. Yeah, I, <laughs> I got incredibly lucky. All day, I played six hours, and I was up MOA, so I was hatching eggs nonstop. I maybe got like three 2ks, like five 5ks, oh. and like 20 to 30 10ks. Like it was really okay. drastically. Wait, when was this? Today. Today. How would you hatch them so fast? <laughs> I still have the the reason I hatch them so fast is because I have the makeup egg bonus for when they messed oh, okay. up. Okay, I was Vegas. wondering if you had that. Yeah. You have a you have it weighted Uh-oh. so that you're supposed to get more 10k eggs. Then. Yeah, yeah, that's why I was that's like, well, when, when Hannah said that she got a bunch of 10k eggs, I was like, not in Vegas. <laughs> like everyone else near me w- was also getting 10k eggs pretty regularly. Really, I got i I had an empty bag or empty eggs egg spaces. Uh, so nine spots, and then I went and spun nine stops, and I got uh, three two Ks. Like I don't know, I ended up only. Did you spin before ten spots? Only you two waited of them after 10. ten, right? Yeah, it was in the middle of the day. Oh. It was like this afternoon, and only two of them were ten K eggs, and the rest of them were two and five K eggs. So that's really unlucky. It's really unlucky, <laughs> and it's a bummer <laughs> that to spend all the money on incubators because obviously I had to incubate and hatch all the eggs that I already had in my bag and then i was thinking oh i'll get some 10k eggs and on honestly like part of it's on me right it was raining today so i wasn't out walking around as much so like i that's why they're not hatched yet but still yeah, you can like blame niantic nine. though you can blame niantic for the rain it's fine <laughs> yeah <laughs> must have been them but uh it was just uh that was a little bit of a bummer to see like oh uh, i thought it would be more like not guaranteed 10k eggs because it's already guaranteed that it's going to be that those 10 kegs are going to be one of the three regionals and maybe they're shining, maybe not, whatever. But um, I thought there would have been a little bit more of a, a higher drop rate. And again, I only did nine, right? I only did nine spins for eggs. So could have just gotten unlucky. Um, but I feel like I was seeing people in Slack today and they were a little bit disappointed at the lack of 10 kegs that they were getting. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, unless you're like hardcore going for shinies. There's nothing exciting about hatching five relicants in a row. <laughs> if you don't have a relicant, no, I the mean, first there are one a lot is, of people. The first one is very exciting, but when you when you have five 10k eggs and you're like, oh man, what am I getting? And I was like, oh, re- well, they're all relicanth, though. Okay, then you can trade them to people. <laughs> I still true. have I still have forty relicanth from Worlds 2019 that I I'm kind of glad they're rare this event because I think I can still trade them to people. Yeah, I think that's the other thing too, right? Like, so again, people people were like, well, they put regionals in raids last time. And I understand, like, I just want to spend the dollar to get the relicanth in the raid. And then that's the last one I need. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the on the flip side, like I said earlier, then all of a sudden it's like, man, I wish there was more Groudons. It's like, well, you have three raids in your city. They all ended up being relicanth. Like, what, what do you... <laughs> Like, you can't have it. There's just so much raid stuff happening. But the other thing is, like, if somebody's hatching a relicanth, just trade them for it. But then again, that would require you to be social and have friends. And, like, that's what Niantic wants, right? Like, it's it's such, like, this this pull, this push and pull of, like, people being like, well, my local community is dead, so we only remote raid, raid pass. And it's like, well, how... how do you expect the local community to get better if you're all just sitting at home remote raid passing? Like, 
like uh, like Niantic's doing things and I, I for the record I don't think they're doing things perfectly I think they could do a lot more things to get people outside um but like the there are options you can you trading is still a thing like yeah it is but it goes back to and i don't know maybe this doesn't really fall under that as as heavily but it goes back to you want to get people outside make going outside better but don't take away what you then what you already gave over the last couple of years and they've done that Mm -hmm. in a couple ways um but mostly it's like don't take that stuff back because clearly it's worked in a way that maybe nobody thought it was going to work like i will say maybe the local community you have is dead but there's now a global <laughs> community that that didn't uh that didn't exist before right there, now it's like oh like well i can raid with people in germany and you know i can raid with people in australia whatever that's fun especially if you in an online world if you are friends with people that are in other countries it's fun to be able to be invited to those raids and then you know you're raiding with that friend that you have in another country so you want us to also go outside and do those things which i fully agree with i do love going out and playing walking around and playing pokemon go outside but don't take away the things you gave us because you kind of created a new community for people to have don't take that stuff away just make the rewards of going outside better think yep the raids this weekend were guaranteed one XL rare candy. Mm-hmm. One extra XL. Well, rare I don't candy think if you're I, that's person. good, I guess, for some people. But like, the, I think that's good for the hardcore people that will be looking for that anyways. I don't think that's good enough for, you know, somebody who only plays community days, right? Like those people exist. They're mm-hmm. like, and, and that's a fair way to play this game. The people who like, Hey, I play Pokemon Go once a week. I'll play all three hours on community day. But, you know, I'm not, you know, they're not going out every Tuesday night, every Wednesday night. They're not, like, going for shundos or whatever, right? Like, I, I don't think one guaranteed XL rare candy, that's the word, XL rare candy, is, like, good enough to get people to go outside. I don't know what is. Like, I don't know. I mean, I don't either. And I'm not a Niantic employee. <laughs> I'm not the one that's going to be <laughs> making those decisions. But they absolutely could make just make rewards for doing things in person that don't take away from people who aren't, but do incentivize people to go out and do things in person again. Exactly. They need to incentivize the behavior they want instead of trying to make things more expensive than they already are, because that's just going to make people angry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, to wrap up, I think the event's fine. I. I will have to do another episode about the Vegas stuff because there was a lot happening there. Um, (laughs) Both good and bad. There were a lot of things that Niantic did right at that event. And of course, uh, I think a lot of people heard about the things that went wrong at that event. But there was a lot of things that went right at that event. So, um, And the reason I do still think it's important to talk about that is because it was the first event of the year. um, And now that, you know, that Niantic loves in-person events. So uh, I, I suspect there will be more to come this year and the following year. Um, and I would wager to bet they're probably going to do a Sinnoh tour at the same time next year because the Johto, Kanto, and Hoenn tours have all lined up around this weekend pretty much every single year. It's always like the weekend before Pokemon Day, I think. Yeah, I was, do- I was, doing a- I was checking how many shinies I got last year for the Johto tour. Right. You know, in Pokemon mm. in, uh, in the storage, you can still you can do you can search for age so the word mm-hmm. age and then a number. Right. So age zero will show you everything you caught today. Age one, everything you caught yesterday. Age 365 would show you everything you caught 365 days ago. Uh, and it was right around there. It was like 364, 263 was for the Jodo, the stuff yeah. I caught in the Jodo tour. So it was like, it's like right around exactly a year. Did you just go day by day and try to? No, I did 365 okay. and then I did 364 <laughs> and 363 and I, it hit at one point. I wasn't going to so do did. it. you did. Oh, no, I did. Yeah, I wasn't. I was like, I could just go look online at what date it was. Yeah. But I was like, I'm already in the storage. Let's just try it. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I would uh, suspect the Sinnoh tour this exactly in a year from now, like before, slightly before or slightly after Pokemon. It makes sense too because it's near Pokemon Day, so um, it makes sense for them to do that. But I would, again, I would wager to bet that they want to continue doing in-person stuff. And 
I wonder if this is like the future of this game for now is if you want the good stuff, here's the in-person thing. And if for everyone else, it's free. That's that's exactly what it seems like. It seems mm-hmm. like the in-person thing was there was, you know, they didn't have that last year there before. So charge everybody. And then now you get a little bit more stuff. And now it's back to quote unquote, quote unquote, normal. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you can either go to that in-person event and get the cool stuff or, and I wonder if that's going to be how GoFest works this year. Oh, as well. I think so like, too. I think, right? I think so we're going to see something similar where maybe, and I mean, we don't know anything yet, but like maybe it's not increased shiny if for the global one again, or, you know, something like that, because you go to those in-person events where that was, you know, initially supposed to be where you're getting those increased shiny right. rates and regional Pokemon, right? Not. So much the global stuff. It almost reminds me of like those big like EDM shows where it's like you can spend the three hundred dollars to go to the EDM show, or you could spend like the fifty dollars to get like the virtual version, um, and like watch it through your computer because like you can't be there. Um, it kind of reminds me of that, except Niantic's like, come to Vegas, uh, or <laughs> here's the free version next weekend. You can't complain because it's free. Uh, we're not charging you. Well, I mean, they're charging you of like trying to sucker you into the 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 mega energy or the primal energy, I should say. They absolutely did, but and I'll do it again tomorrow. Get the rest of that Kyogre energy. I'm saying this now, and I know the I'm going to spend more the money show, and I'll do it again. <laughs> but um, again, like you said, this event was fine. Like again, it it was fun to go out, run, walk around, catch some Pokemon, like Hoenn Pokemon. Um. Obviously, it would have been nice if there was an increased shiny chance of some kind, but again, I think there was for certain event. Pokemon. I really think the Surskit, Cacnea, and Gulpin, whichever path you picked, I think I don't even mean just the ones right afterwards. I mean, I think Surskit and like whatever. If I pick Surskit, I think they were there was a boosted rate for the rest of the day. Yes, I point. think there was that, and I think there might have been a boosted rate of shinies for Pikachu's and unknown, maybe on Usually unknown's not boosted. Okay. Maybe um, just Pikachu's. I don't know. I don't know. I I only ended up with two It was at the very today, least. So. <laughs> it was, was at the very <laughs> least the different paths you choose. Yeah, that yes. one seems to be boosted. Definitely had to be. All right. Well, we'll be back on Tuesday morning with our thoughts on Pokemon Day. I keep saying Tuesday, the twenty eighth, uh, February twenty eighth, will be a, the second part of this podcast on Pokemon Day, um, and we'll recap all of that. Uh, and then there will probably be a bonus episode either this week or next week with um, uh, Vegas thoughts and 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 whatnot. And maybe if something magical happens Sunday for this Hoenn event, I don't think so. I think it's going to be the same thing. But I don't know. Maybe something breaks and Niantic's like, here's a free Rayquaza to everyone. Who knows? Um, but thank you for listening. Hannah, thanks for being here. Bobby, thanks for being here. Uh, happy Pokemon Day uh, if you're listening to this. Um, and if I'm sure there'll be stuff up on YouTube, uh, if you're listening to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you know, leave a rating. That, that's always helpful, too. Um, otherwise, we'll see you guys in like two days. Happy Pokemon Day. Uh, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Got nothing to say other than happy Pokemon Day. Super effective. This podcast is brought to you by Patreon. A huge shout out to our producers of the episode, starting with Stephen, Kay, William, Tony, Stuart, Ryan, Nate, Matthew, Bovine, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Jessica, Gray, Courtney, Chris, Brian, Anthony, and our executive producers of Spencer and Brady. Thank you so much for the continued support. If you too would like to support us on Patreon, you can head over to patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. That is patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. And you can sign up to get a bunch of rewards, including having your name read at the end of the episode. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week.